At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number three of VSIN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. The sports book has been glued. To this opening night NFL game, week number one, Bills taking on the Los Angeles Rams, and it has been a demolition of the defending champions. Right now, the Bills lead it 31 to 10 with 2.16 left to play, but still in doubt. The second half total, still in doubt. Oh, I guess my six and a half bet is not really in doubt, but you never know what could happen. But it is third and six. And Wes, mm. during the break, you went ahead and cashed another prop. Ben Skoranek uh, does go over that receiving yards. I think I had over 21 and a half, and he was at 21. I was like, are you kidding me? And I had to recheck my number to say, okay, do I have it? Was it 20 and a half or 21 and a half? Doesn't matter now. He does have 25 yards, so 216 left to go in SoFi Stadium. This has been a pretty quick game, actually, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Buffalo, re- really from the jump, even though it was 10 to 10, and we got and I got lucky on that uh, first half play, It's it's been Bill's. Pretty much tonight. You could tell that they've been a better team for the jump. No total live at DraftKings. Minus 20 and a half, uh, minus 230. If you think the Rams can get a score, you're basically betting oh. plus 190. Now, that's where you got to look to say, okay, would I rather just bet plus 190 on the plus 20 and a half on the end game because it says the drive result touchdown even money, even money I would yeah. not bet that flash prop I'd rather just bet the 190 if you think that the Rams are going to score here because that's going to get them inside the number 
Yeah, no, that's that, I think that's a really good point there because yeah, you, you can so, always shop around yeah. for different yeah, things. and you got to look at the discrepancies here when you get like same results even though they're different terms. Like Rams tenth drive result touchdown, like I was saying, even money mm-hmm. one ninety. They're they're not kicking a field goal down thirty one to ten. They're either not going to score or they're going to score a touchdown. So it's like take the better price when you see those discrepancies in terms, and especially if you have multiple books, but even right here at DraftKings, that's a 90 cent difference. That makes it, that makes a difference when you can spot that stuff, especially if you're doing this prop stuff during the game. Yeah. And now I see it tick down to plus plus one seventy five. still 75 cent difference. Absolutely. You know, funny enough, we were talking about the Diggs Allen flash prop parlay of Allen 300 plus passing yards, Diggs 100 plus receiving yards. Sounds like that's not going to hit. That was even mm-hmm. money. And early in the fourth quarter, when they connected on that deep touchdown, it looked like, all right, yeah. Yeah, you just need three more yards from Josh Allen. But mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to throw another pass the rest of the game. Whenever no. the Bills do get the ball no, back, and I it's going to be just And I wouldn't even clock. put him out in mop-up duty either. I'd say, yeah. okay, Case Keenum. Just go out there. Go ahead. You're, you're, you're a former Ram, even though you were a Ram when they were in St. Louis. Yeah. Feature old franchise He played here. one year in L.A. under yes. Jeff Fisher. Oh, that's right. The last year. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, if they get the ball back, put him in for mop-up duty, hand off a time or two, and then take a knee. Yeah, I'm seeing some places have live totals. Now, yeah. DraftKings does not, but I'm seeing some 47 and a halfs out there in the market. So, clearly the Rams are in Bill's territory, but they're not really deep in Bill's territory. Mm-hmm. They're still just kind of around that 40-yard line right now. So it's a third and six. We'll see if the Bills can get a stop here, but it's going to be clearly four down territory for the Los Angeles Rams. But I will be rooting heavily for the Bills to get a stop. And Cooper Cup, yeah, he's well, I mean, he was over anyway. Can they make a tackle? Yeah, Cooper Cup with his own stiff arm. I mean, come on. Does that cash a bet for our producer, Aaron Oster? It it probably, yeah. It's close for him to cash that bet. He's on Cooper Cup. Absolutely. Uh, So, uh, uh, one quick update, and we'll get right back to football. I mean, we do have God. a we do have a final now set on the women's side for the U.S. Open. Onjabur, by the way, wins in straight sets over Caroline Garcia, one and three. And Iga Sviatek had to come back, the number one seed. She was tested tonight, but she mm-hmm. gets by Sabalenka, six to four. So I believe uh, Saturday we are going to have the final. Iga Sviatek, a number one seed against Onjabur, number five. Cooper Cup, thirteen receptions, one hundred and twenty-eight yards, and one touchdown, going over all of his props because that's what Cooper Cup does mm-hmm. as the reigning offensive player. It's, it, you know, of the and, year. and and the thing about these props, and we were kind of commenting and. Uh, uh, our producer, Aaron Oster, more of a prop better, I would say, than like your traditional mm-hmm. sides or totals, kind of like I've always done. Uh, and look, w- with these props, you know, because I was kind of looking at this saying, man, all the premium guys that everybody bets their overs, they all go over Diggs, uh, Davis, Cooper Cup, because I kind of like when on these player props for Super Bowl, especially or like playoff games. I like to concentrate maybe on the number two and the number three guys. Like anytime I play first touchdown or anytime touchdowns, I'm looking at tight ends and because I want to look down the board because I don't always want to go with the oh, obvious, look, but sack. the obvious has gotten through tonight. And one thing that is obvious is this Rams offensive line has gotten their tail. I'm telling kicked. you, if we were just jamming sack every drive, <laughs> like we mm-hmm. would, we would be up bigly, mm-hmm. in, bigly. This, in this game. I love that. Bigly. bigly. We'd be up bigly in this game because they just have not been able to protect. And with it being the off obvious passing situation, this kind of gets to a point to where if you're McVay, and, do you pull Stafford? Yeah, 
Yeah, and then they were showing also the wide angle about Cooper Cup, who's obviously, you know, had a good game statistically, 13 catches, 128. But even then, Cooper Cup, they were looking for him in the corner of the end zone. He's just not open. So, yeah, Matthew Stafford taking way too many sacks tonight. That is absolutely got to be shored up, and that's something for a concern. Uh, Rams, by the way, going to get the Falcons next week. So uh, I don't want to be the Falcons. May, maybe that, uh, that's a get-right game, you would think. Uh, I, mean, I think that's a survivor game. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. I expect that to be <laughs> very much used. So, uh, you know. Just just looking at this though, they have taken Stafford's taken, I think, way too many sacks. Uh by the way, the teasers, uh, if you had the if you had the Rams in a teaser, mm. not getting there tonight. They were one of the teaser legs, and look, it made sense to go up to eight and a half, uh, from two and a half, go through those key numbers, but not gonna get there tonight. But if you're still doing those, uh, you've got some obviously some more legs on Sunday. I was going to say, you can reload that teaser up yes. with some other options if you yes. wanted to really tease Yeah, that. because these were absolutely killed tonight. Yeah. I think I might have had one in one leg. But I'm, I'm not a teaser guy early in the season. There's just so much uncertainty. I, I am when the totals are a little bit lower, and that's yeah. that was kind of a tricky one here. You have a, a high, very high, high total, total of 52. Now, when you look at other key number totals, you see like – the Ravens, if you want to tease the Ravens down, that's a low total, 44 and a half. The 49ers, even though you're starting to see six and a half there too. So maybe a little bit of sharp money coming on the Bears, but you see these ones around those key numbers. So the lower the total, I think the oh, better those plays are. Oh, uh, that was third and 14 there. Uh, I, I think they're going to kick the field goal or did they go for it? Get him off the field, McVay. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're going to go for it on fourth and 14. Come on, man. If this is what this comes down to, where they yeah. had, was that another, Gregory Rousseau? Another, yeah, another tip drill. And Rousseau. He, he made that play against the Chiefs last yeah, year. Yeah, he didn't do the boogie bash him, <laughs> who tipped it right to himself and then made a little nice little return that Stafford made the tackle on. But yeah, these these Bills defensive line. One they, they have more been outstanding. Stop. We need it. One more stop for the live under and the second half under to go ahead and cash. Mm-hmm. Let's get this up. Fourth and 14 ball on the 16 yard line. Man, this is uh oh god, he's going to the end zone. He's going to the end zone. Man, Incomplete no pass. Whoo! No chance. The second half under. Wes, I was successfully able to get off of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was it was a little bit of a sweat at times. I needed a little bit of luck. I think the the Zach Moss fumble definitely is what helped me out. I think that swung it back into my favor because mm-hmm. that before that the total was sitting at forty eight and a half. When he fumbled, it went down to forty four and a half. And then all of a sudden, Cooper Cup wanted to get frisky. You know, and, and get all the way down to the field uh, to set up an end goal situation, or at least a, a first and ten outside of the ten yard line there. But the uh, the Bills able to get that stop there, and uh, this game is going so, so to end thirty one to ten. Did you go under uh, twenty six and a half for the second half? So it was uh, forty six and a half. I bet it live in game because I missed all the second half numbers there. But uh, all, all of our, I thought our halftime analysis, all yeah. those reads were yeah, pretty your, much. Yeah, your live bets were on to, point tonight, the, and the you come out go. ahead. And uh, that Ben Skoranek prop gets me to come Cash out ahead. You. So uh, Rams first half. Yeah, plus plus uh, for on both of us. So that's good to see. Now taking a knee is Josh Allen. 31-10 to going to be your final score. Easy cover for the favorite. Two, two and a half was the closer and does go Boy, under the howdy. 52 and the 52 and a half. Buffalo Bills obviously look very impressive. So we'll see them, I believe, uh, Monday night on the 19th. They're going to get Tennessee. Those have been close games over the years. And look. What often, is that, uh, Bills 10 or what? Yeah, often <laughs> often impressive performance like this. You would expect that that line is certainly going to get adjusted. 
especially with a lot of folks being sour on Tennessee. Now mm-hmm. we have to see what Tennessee does on mm-hmm. Sunday. If they blow out the New York Giants, then they'll probably sit where it currently sits at. Yeah, but. current line, by the way, I believe, and at DraftKings, it's minus seven, minus a dollar twenty-five. Pretty much seven and a half oh, the, in the market. Oh, for the, the hook Bills. is coming. Yeah, the hook is coming. Yeah, at and and fifty-one on the total. So you got to think. Okay, it is at least going to be. I, I think this is probably going to get adjusted, obviously, depending on how Tennessee mm-hmm. is going to look in their opener against the New York football giants. And then looking at the look ahead numbers for, for, for next week, Rams currently 13 and a half over the Atlanta Falcons for week number two. 48 is your total. I think that'll go up as well. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Yeah, because look, if it, if Atlanta, if New Orleans takes them to Slamtown, and that's something that's gotten bet over the and summer, everyone, everyone's gonna it was say three Rams and a half, bounce now back. To, yeah, yeah, it was three yeah. and a half, now up to five and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if we saw six pop Sunday on New Orleans. Uh, not a lot expected from the Dirty Birds this year. Yeah, I, I think that immediately gets bet to fourteen if the uh, if the Falcons do what I think they're gonna do come Sunday, and that's not a whole lot against the New Orleans Saints. So the, the Rams, yeah, they're tough opener. For the defending champs. I believe yeah. the defending champs now 14 and 3 since 2004, I think is the stat right mm-hmm. now that's going around. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the defending champions on the home overs, the only losses were the New York Giants back in 2012, the Baltimore Ravens in 2013, but they were on the road in yeah. Denver for that game due to the parking lot complications with them and the Orioles. And then tonight, with yes. the Rams taking it on the chin, losing by 21 to the Bills. Yeah, and they probably could have lost by more, to be honest with you. I'm kind of chuckling here as we go to break at a certain uh, uh, sports network anchor that is starting at 11.10 on the East Coast tonight instead of 3.10 a.m. like last night with that Marathon U.S. Open match. <laughs> Shout out to Carlos Alcaraz. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and Yannick Sinner. And Yannick Sinner. Well. That was a terrific it was, match. It was a great match. Uh, not so terrific of a game, but it was terrific for us to get some live bets in. Bills defeat the Rams 31 to 10. Come back. We'll wrap it all up here on the other side. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abemafe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. It's football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now is the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools for the college and pro football seasons, and our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the VEASAN studios at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, and the first day of school is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and by that, I mean our first NFL game, one of 272, and, and has we, and, concluded. And we didn't get put in detention, I believe. No detention. You, you had a winning night. What'd you go, two and one? Uh, two and one, but now it's time to grade. Now it is time to grade here, Wes, because first day of school, we still got progress reports. We got to grade some of these bets and some of these props here. But the game ends, Bills beating the Rams 31-10. to 10. The Bills cover the two point spread that's so, what the game closed at the game goes under the total so so you're ta- so you're talking grade so we don't have to be like when we were in uh school where we were talking about where we were going to move to when our parents got our grades <laughs> yeah no that was not the case that was the case for me <laughs> that was not the, uh, we worked we worked uh, around some uh, some tricks there to uh whenever we had some not so nice progress reports coming home to uh not have the parents see them yes anyways um wes you tonight bet on a couple of props. Why don't you let the folks know that what you bet on and, and what hit for you here in Thursday night. Yeah, football. two and one on the props. Uh, Cam Akers under 13 and a half receiving yards, and he was under probably, I think, in about every category as I double-checked the stats here because Cam Akers did not start the game for the Rams. It was one Daryl Henderson. So, you know, I was kind of thinking, and I bet the under the receiving just because I thought he was going to get more rushing yards, but – I, I, he just he didn't get used a lot, and I know he returned. Remember, he had uh, the Achilles. What was it? The Achilles, Achilles injury. Yeah, and came back he, from the playoffs. Yeah, so I thought, okay, now Cam Akers, maybe they're going to use him a little more. He's going to be healthy. Three carries tonight for zero yards, no receptions for Cam Akers. So Wolf. that gets in there the under thirteen and a half receiving yards easily. Vince Goranek had to wait until uh, the final few minutes though, but he goes over twenty one and a half passing yards, twenty five on four catches, targeted six times. The loser for me on the prop was Dawson Knox, the anytime TD, and I'm just checking. I think Dawson Knox had like one catch tonight 
on two targets. So look, and that's, and, you that's know, the one maybe that's, that's a byproduct of the Rams. I know they're pretty good at covering tight ends and pretty good at covering over the middle. I think they were uh, they were like fourth lowest in terms of what they gave up to tight ends uh, last year and still continuing at that tonight. But uh, the receivers more than made up for it. So two and one on the props and then uh, also had the Rams plus one for the first half that gets there. Yep. Thanks to Matt Gay's 57 yarder. And then uh, the tennis, which we didn't get to mention because we were all football top of the show. I split tonight. I had Garcia. That was a loser. And then Sviatek and Sabalenka does go over 21 and a half games. So uh, four and two for me, two and one for you. That's a good night. We'll take it every time. Yeah. For me, I I broke even with mine because my bets in game were more half unit plays there. It was a full unit play on the Rams plus three. So that through one half I felt like was a loser. So we were able to work that second half and really grind out a way to mm-hmm. break even and mitigate some loss here. Mm-hmm. But went ahead and cashed with the Bills laying six and a half. Congratulations to Gil Alexander as well, who bet who bet the Bills minus six and a half late in the first quarter. Gil betting that in game as well. Then also had the second half, or rather kind of the second half under, but it was under 46 and a half in mm-hmm. game there, able to cash that ticket home. But boy, that was a ride in the fourth quarter, but it got home. They, the they, all, they, they, they always are uh, when you're yeah. betting, when you're an under player, because look, that's why these betters bet the overs. It's more fun to root for points, but it's more fun to cash tickets too. And sometimes the mm-hmm. under is the prudent play. And look, we mentioned it earlier in one of the pro tips, you're going to get chasers, especially in these primetime yeah. games. More often than not, even if you don't bet them and you just like watch the screen, you're going to see Thursday night football, Sunday night football, Monday night football. More often than not, it is going to move to the over because everybody's watching that game. Everybody is betting those games oftentimes because they're the primetime games. They're the bailout games. The uh, what uh, our buddy Pat Everson calls the get even or get even deeper game. And one uh, of my favorite lines. Yeah. And you got deeper uh, uh, if you uh, bet the over for the second half under comes in only 21 scored in the second. Lucky for me, I got even. Uh, Yes. (laughs) So let's grade some of the other props. Some of the general player props that we saw. Josh Allen, his passing yards prop was 277 and a half. Minus 115 each way. He ends with 297 passing yards for Josh Allen. Matthew Stafford, 274 and a half, ends with 240 yards. That last drive there is why that Stafford has mm-hmm. a little bit prettier of a yeah, stat sheet because it, it was it was it was ugly leading up to that last drive there for Stafford. Josh Allen's touchdown passes one and a half. He ends up with threes, but yet a lay minus 205 to go over one and a half there. And then Stafford goes under his passing TDs prop. They're under one and a half. He ends with one TD pass. That was plus 135. So kudos to the folks who bet the under on that one. Josh Allen interceptions. The total was a half, and that was cashing big as he had two interceptions. The over minus 110. Stafford over half an interception. He ended up with three interceptions. So there was a lot of turnovers in this game. It was pretty wild, to be quite honest there, with those guys. Any of the quarterback props surprise you? based on how this game played out? You know, I, I guess not particularly. I thought uh, maybe that Matthew Stafford could perhaps be a little sharper, but I think the reason why he wasn't, he, look, he's got to shoulder some of the blame. The quarterback always does, but yeah. seven sacks for 49 yards for Matthew uh, against Matthew Stafford tonight, the offensive line. And look, this was a pretty, I think, above board offensive line when you look at, at last year, obviously mm-hmm. winning the Super Bowl. So this is not... I don't know if I would call it necessarily an elite offensive line for the Rams, but it's certainly at least slightly upper level, you know, maybe second tier group borderline top 10 in the league. And 
they got their butts kicked tonight. And 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 I think uh, I think the guard Logan Bruss was hurt as well. So I, I don't know how much action he saw, but I saw that backup in there a lot at the right guard position. Joseph Noteboom also had a rough night tonight, considering yeah. he only allowed five pressures on 142 pass blocking snaps last season. But it's different when you're the number two guy against the number one guy, and Von Miller absolutely got the better of that matchup. I need to call Mr. Whitworth before he makes his Amazon debut next Thursday for Chargers Chiefs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, see if he can come back and play a little left tackle for you. So Allen goes over his passing and rushing yards props combined. That was 316 and a half, and he flew over that one. Stafford goes under his. For the rushing yards prop, Devin Singletary, he goes over 45 and a half. Rushing yards ends with 48, so that was a little close there, but over cash is minus 110. Then you have Cam Akers, who you mentioned, under 44.5 rushing yards, only oh, zero rushing yeah, yards. I was going to say three. Goose, I was like, he had a goose zero. egg there, and he had a goose egg on our uh, under-receiving th- th- three yards carries, Yeah, three carries and zero rushing yards, so Cam Akers a little bit slow out of the blocks this season. Allen goes over his rushing yards prop at 33.5, which I thought was int- – 35.5, I should say. Josh Allen actually outrushed the Rams tonight. 56 for him, 52 for the uh, defending yards. Super Bowl champions. 2.9 yards per rush for the Los Angeles Rams, but – I was really interested to see how they were going to use him when we talked about it last night, Josh Allen on the ground. Ken Dorsey was not afraid to use Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Designed runs, Josh Allen clearly has the green light to run out there yeah. and go out and get first downs with his legs if he needs to scramble. These props are going to start to be around 38 and a half, 39 yeah. and a half for Josh Allen because, in terms because of he can get a big scamper for you. And, and, yeah, he's a, he's a Look, awesome athlete. You don't want to run him all the time, but it's like you don't want to necessarily not allow this guy to make plays. Uh, you know, yeah. we often say that about these mobile quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes. You don't want them to obviously get hurt or put themselves to take too many hits. But Josh Allen, not a real small guy either. He's a pretty big kid, so he can take a yeah, licking. Not and, small by any means. Yeah, he can take a licking and keep on ticking. So, uh, look, credit the Bills offense. I thought pretty good called game by Ken Dorsey for his first time as the play caller. Now the offensive coordinator gets promoted from quarterback coach. Uh, Bill's offense, by the way, last three games, I think this is from Albert Brewer at the NFL Network, 16 touchdowns and four punts. All four of their punts were against Kansas City in that playoff game. So, hey, when you never punt, you got a pretty damn good chance to win. Remember, they never punted nor turned it over nor got stopped in that romp over the Patriots. It was the, the immaculate playoffs. offensive game in that playoff game against the New England Patriots. I want to skip down to the receiving yards prop because I want to focus in on Stephon Diggs. And I think this offseason we forgot how good Stephon Diggs mm-hmm. is. A lot of hype around Gabe Davis, and rightfully so, coming off of the four-touchdown performance against the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. But Diggs, his prop was 67 yeah. and a half receiving yards, five and a half receptions. I think he had that at halftime. Yeah, eight for 122 <laughs> and a touchdown. Had that big, long 53-yarder Gabe Davis for his he own He said, part. do you know who I am? Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's still like, I'm still WR1 here in yeah. Buffalo, here in, uh, in uh, western New York. So should we play the rest of the season or give the Bills to Lombardi? Yeah, I think we – well, let's, let's play it out and just see let's what happens. But I think uh, it's this performance, even with the turnovers, did nothing to dispel the fact that they are the rightful favorites to win. You, you can see the headlines tomorrow, Super Bills. Yes. After they beat Super the Los Bills. Angeles Rams. Bills, Bills, Bills. <laughs> uh, so maybe more future liability coming from the various I mean, sports books. What are they going to be, two to one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You're not getting a bargain. Who want to bet the Bills to win a Super Bowl? I'm really smart. Not at this point. Not at this point at all. Stick with us here. We're hanging out here at the Circus Resort and Casino. It's Visa Live Bet Tonight.
This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abelafe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe, and we just watched the Super Bowl favorite Buffalo Bills destroy the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams 31 to 10. We watched that alongside everybody yes. else watching it all across our great country here as the Bills cover. The game goes under the total, under the second half total as well. And as it was all Buffalo Bills. But Wes. After watching 60 minutes of football, and it's game one of 272 Mm -hmm. in the regular season, what did you learn? Yeah, and and look, I always exercise some caution here because it is just just one game. But we know that's the NFL, and that's, the I guess, the beauty and the brutality of the NFL. It is always overreaction because it's week to week because it is only a 17-game season, 18 weeks overall. So you're always going to get like a little bit of overreactions. Uh, on the Rams side, I will take them first. Uh, there are some things I think they got to clean up. I don't necessarily know if it was Stafford's elbow. I think everybody's going to point to that. I, I didn't got, see that. But perfect. this is a guy that play, has played with bad shoulder in Detroit and also in Los Angeles. So I don't think it was necessarily that. But the offensive line, and look, sometimes keep in mind, you didn't have, even though you have three preseason games, the starting offensive line, how much do they play in the preseason? Not very Zero. much, maybe a series or two at best, you know, just to get some pads popping against another team. But still, that's what you're going to want to look at, I think, in week one. You're going to want to look at the chemistry of some of these offensive lines, even a Rams offensive line that at least is a top third. You would think I was just looking. I think PFF rated them 11th overall out of 32 teams, but that's certainly a good enough group to get the job done for you. Mm-hmm. And they got absolutely th- their butts kicked tonight uh, by by the Bills uh, uh, defensive line. And the fact that the Bills, they didn't have to really bring any exotic blitzes or any different kind of pressure schemes. They got home with the front four to have seven sacks for the Buffalo Bills. That makes them even more dangerous when you've got Vaughn Miller in his first game. What did he end up with? Two sacks. Russo had a sack. Phillips had a sack and a half. Epinesa out of Iowa, the linebacker, had a sack and a half. And I believe uh, Boogie Basham had a sack. And then, of course, that interception. So when you've got an explosive offense like the Buffalo Bills do have, one of the best in the league, maybe the best in the league, and you've got this defense that's able to force turnovers. What I was really impressed with on the defense, I know the sack numbers are going to bear out what we just talked about, but their secondary, I thought, did an absolutely great mm-hmm. job. Look, you see Cooper Cup getting a lot of that, but that was when they were behind and they were throwing underneath. So it's like, okay, we can give a, a receiver 13 catches for 128 yards and a touchdown and win going away. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it was – the thing for the Rams that I thought was concerning was the fact that they could not, not even the pass protection issues. Because I think Buffalo, yeah, with Von Miller, they are now a legitimate pass rush. But I mm-hmm. thought the concerning part, and I brought it up early on in the game, was 
wow, they can't run the ball. No, they can't. Because that's where that's how you were able to move the ball on this team. I mean, we saw the Tennessee Titans do it last year, who mm-hmm. the Bills happened to face in week two uh, next Monday night. But they were able to run the ball on the Bills because the Bills are a little bit smaller, built to stop the pass more than stop the run. And the Rams couldn't even do that, only 2.9 yards per carry. If this Rams team ends up being one-dimensional, now I don't think it's going to hurt them in week number two against the Atlanta Falcons at home. But when they play some of these better fronts, when they have to play a team like a Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something like that, like if you can't run the ball and you just mm-hmm. become one-dimensional, you're that much easier to defend. And if you're one-dimensional against a team with a great secondary like Buffalo, cancel Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this they, they've, the, uh, the Rams got to do something, I think, about running the ball better. But you looked at them last year. They were 30th in EPA per run play during the 2021 season. The only teams they were better than were the Texans and the Dolphins, who the Texans were the worst rushing offense in the league, and the Dolphins were down there in the bottom. So they've just had a lack of success at that running back position. Cam Akers still obviously, I think, maybe, even though he came back last year, he's still struggling maybe with that injury because you looked at the postseason, he didn't really have great grades. So I thought maybe that this was going to be, and it still might be, it's just one game, but... You know, when I was evaluating the Rams, I thought, okay, they're going to use Acres a lot more. This maybe is going to be the bounce back for the third year back out of Florida State, but hasn't bounced back so far through week one and really didn't look good in the postseason last year. It was Daryl Henderson that got the bulk of the work, but the Rams, I do think, are going to have to run the ball better because, look, they've got one of the better defenses in the uh, NFL that they're going to take on twice in their own division in the 49ers. So, D'Amico Ryans, they were top five in so many different categories last year. So if you're the Rams, you've got to figure out a way to run the football. Let's look at the Rams' defense, though, because I didn't come away impressed with them either. And maybe this is where they miss a guy like Von Miller who provided that juice Mm -hmm. and allowed them to kind of have Aaron Donald get some single matchups because he's not going to be singled up very often in a football game. Sees a lot of double teams knowing what he is. is one of the greatest defensive players of all time. But they're going to need Leonard Floyd to really step up there. Now that Von Miller is in Buffalo because the pass rush, I thought, was a little non-existent, and when it did get home, yeah. they broke contain, and then Josh Allen was able to find a rushing lane yeah. to break their back there. Defensively, I thought they were really sloppy as well, and they looked kind of slow. They only they only had two hits on the quarterback, one of them being the sack by Bobby Wagner, but Aaron Donald only got to the quarterback one time. He did have a sack. He tonight. made it count. <laughs> yeah, they had two tackles for loss, but you know, and and that was two more yeah. than I thought that they were going to have. It was both the sacks, but. They never stopped a running back in the backfield. That told me that the Bills' offensive line was getting a really strong push up front, and the Rams' defensive line, where you arguably have one of the greatest tackles to ever play the game in Aaron Donald, they just weren't getting any push up the middle, and they couldn't stop these guys in the backfield, and they could never really get Buffalo in, you know, second, where you if they run on first down, where you get second 11 or second 12, and then it's all of a sudden third and eight, third and nine. Buffalo didn't have a lot of those situations tonight, so... When they can stay ahead of the chains, I think Buffalo, they were 9 of 10 on third down, but the reason why they were 9 of 10 on third down is because you're not in third and intermediate or third Mm -hmm. and long because you're in third and three or third and four. You're in third and manageable every single time, and that's why they converted 90%. Now, I'm very fascinated to see how Buffalo, it will take it to the Buffalo side, the more positive side here. Uh, I'm fascinated to learn from you, Wes. What concerns did you have about the Bills entering this game and I know it's only one game that we've seen tonight, but were those concerns answered? Was a little bit concerned, even though I think they're both very talented, was a little bit concerned about the two rookies, Elam and Benford, there at corner. Benford had a had a pass breakup. They each had three tackles, I believe. So 
I know that they're very deep and that secondary is very good. But, you know, when you put two rookies out there against the Super Bowl winning quarterback like Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. you think, okay, he's going to maybe pick their spots and be able to find something down the field. And he really didn't. No, he's, they more than guys, held their own. Boyer had an interception. He held up. He is their nickelback. Uh, uh, Micah Hyde back there is a safety. Keep in mind, Tredavious White, who's arguably their best member of the secondary, he's going to be out till about week number 12. So the fact that these guys stepped up, I think, is a very good sign for the Buffalo Bills going forward. I'm curious to see if Buffalo can consistently run the football. I wasn't super impressed with they, what they did on the ground there. Mm-hmm. Singletary probably emerging as the RB1 after we saw fumbles from Zach Moss and the rookie James Cook. Yeah. So maybe if the fantasy players and the, the prop players – Maybe Devin Singletary is the guy to kind of identify and not the others if they're going to be putting the ball on the ground there. Uh, but Buffalo, despite all the turnovers that they had, I thought it was a pretty good game. Yeah, it was Josh relatively Allen, clean other was, than the turnovers. It was clean. It was clean. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it's almost like they were as good as advertised. I don't think they were better than advertised. Yeah. But I think that they were as The Bills good are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. And it's only been and, one game, and you don't want to overreact to it. But and there's we a look, reason why they're the favorites. Well, the and market. we look at next week, and I was talking about that briefly in the last segment, currently seven and a half pretty much market-wide in a look ahead over the Tennessee Titans, who, of course, are going to have the Giants on Sunday. we got to see how they looks. So that might be adjusted. But now the Bills, they have an extra three days off. Yep. So that, I, I think it's already probably priced in at the current number, but that doesn't mean, mean people won't bet it Here even comes the when tax. it's priced in. Exactly. So, <laughs> look, if Tennessee maybe, let's say, wins by three over the Giants, uh, you know, they don't cover, but they win on Sunday, this is going to be eight and a half at least, I think, on Monday night. Tennessee loses 10? Could be close. Could be nine and a half maybe. Uh, you can, And then you might see 10 at, like, some of the more public stores like stations or – offshore of Bovada or someplace like that. So I'm, I'm sure you'll get wouldn't some be bo- surprised. And I was talking with our producer, Aaron Oster about this as well. If it hit 10 next week, and now we're going all the way over mm-hmm. to next week, talk about some look headlines. Yeah. If, if it hits to Buffalo laying 10 against Tennessee Monday night football yeah. next week, you'll probably get some buyback from the sharp community. And remember these games have been pretty close between these they two have. teams. I think uh, Tennessee ended up, uh, remember it was the week after the bills beat Kansas city and everybody loved them. They, they stomped Kansas city in the regular season and then they play Tennessee, and Tennessee got the win as home underdog yeah. against these guys. I don't know if I'd be willing to. I mean, I would need 10 at least mm-hmm. to back Tennessee if that's what it ends up being. But that's if Tennessee were to lose as a five-and-a-half-point favorite to the New York Giants. But that's not until Sunday. So we got to see how Sunday shakes out here. Hopefully everybody's able to stay healthy. Pretty much everyone was healthy this game. Yes. So that's good to know there as well. Come on back with us. We wrap up the show here on the other side. It's Visa Live Bet. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics <laughs> he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Snack time meets game time with the Frito Lay Snacks and Snaps series. Join six free fantasy football contests and draft your best lineups to fight for a share of $120,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Frito Lay now to get in on the action. Frito Lay, food for the fun of it. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details. Welcome back. This is the final segment of VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Coming to you from the Circle Resort and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds coming up at the top of the hour. The Greg Peterson experience with Greg Peterson as he will wrap up all the night's action. And going on right now in Major League Baseball, my my beloved Chicago White Sox, at least for the regular season, they lead the Oakland A's 10-0 in the top of the six. West. But, like, let's talk about some football. Because we saw tonight, Thursday night football, Buffalo Bills defeated the Los Angeles Rams 31 to 10. But tomorrow, the colleges get back underway. Friday night lights. And we have a game over at the bounce house at UCF. Yes. They're hosting Louisville. And the Golden Knights are five and a half point favorites. The total is 61 and a half. You can bet minus 210 on UCF on the money line, Louisville plus 180. Is this a game that intrigues you here? It does a little bit. I have not bet this yet, but I did kind of lean the Louisville side. By the way, this open, I believe, right here at Circus Sports at 6, went to 7. Then you saw some buyback. Did get as low as 5, currently settled 5.5 in the market. Uh, when you look at week 1, and, and, and look, in college football and also in the NFL, but in college football, you get some really Big, I think, overreactions. I don't know if this is an overreaction necessarily, but you get a team that looks bad in week one, and then nobody wants anything to do with them. 
and then they come out in week two and look solid. Maybe that's going to be Louisville, but Louisville last week against Syracuse, you talk about a very, and they were a small, they were a small favorite on the road. I think they were laying four, maybe five. But they got, they got bet against heavily in that market. Yeah. And, but they looked terrible up there against the Syracuse team that not a lot is expected of Malik Cunningham, you know, in his fourth year, basically as a starter at Louisville and, and, and Syracuse out yattered him 449 at 334. Louisville had three turnovers. It seemed like they were never in the game. It was 31 to seven was that final score last week. Just never got going. Louisville, I think was a six point favorite. I want to say on the close and, and, and an easy win for Syracuse. Meanwhile, UCF, not a lot to take from the week one result, 56 to 10 over South Carolina state. One of the things I think you can take though, is that John Riss Plumley, if you remember him, he was the starter at quarterback at Ole Miss when Rich Rod was there before Lane Kiffin came, then Lane Kiffin's like, okay, this guy's not a quarterback. I'm going <laughs> to move him to receiver. And, you know, I think Gus Malzahn, he likes to run a lot of that, like, read option stuff where he likes his quarterback to run. Dylan Gabriel, now at Oklahoma, is more of a pure pocket passer. Mm-hmm. So, he, even though he's very talented and they could certainly win plenty of games with Dylan Gabriel in Orlando, not really the fit, I think, for what Gus wants to run offensively. So, I think he does have what he wants with uh, John Riss Plumley. I have not bet this yet. I kind of lean Louisville, but I would need a little bit more than five and a half. So, you're playing against maybe the – overreaction of oh wow Louisville yeah terrible. yeah because I think yeah I mean this is a this is an interesting season for Scott Satterfield because you've got a new AD down there and you got a new president and when you weren't when they weren't your hire new ADs and presidents like to make their own hires mm-hmm. and, seems a little warm yeah and Scott Satterfield yeah absolutely so that didn't do anything to dispel uh you know any of the hot seat there so I'll be interested to see how Louisville comes out. I think talent is pretty equal with these two teams. So I want to see if maybe UCLF will get bet a little bit tomorrow, and then I might come in on the Louisville Cardinals. Boise State is traveling to New Mexico to take on New Mexico. The Broncos, 17-point favorites. Total is low for a 17-point spread, Mm -hmm. 44. So not much expected from New Mexico here. It's a little kicks off right as we get underway there on our show tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Um, are you going to have a pre-flop play I, in this game? I already do, as a matter of fact, and okay. it's a small play. I have plus 17 on New Mexico. Uh, Boise State looked awful last week. Uh, Hank Blackmire, the quarterback, and he's been there a few years. Two interceptions, lost a fumble. Oregon State, 17 nothing, 20 minutes into the game, and it was pretty much all she wrote from there. They just couldn't really do anything. So New Mexico uh, – has taken a step forward, I think, under Danny Gonzalez, the new coach. Now, they played FCS Maine, six-point favorites. They beat him 41 to nothing. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that this number looked a little bit high. I think New Mexico can run the ball. They're a little competitive. They're clearly out-talented, though. They are clearly out-talented by Boise State. But I think the market is kind of saying, okay, this is going to be a bounce back. I'm not necessarily sure. It's a small play. It's not one of my better plays. But I took a piece of 17. I actually thought the market would come in a little bit more on New Mexico. It has not. So you're seeing 17, a couple 16 and a half, then a couple 17s, minus 115. But I'm in at 17 on the lobes. All right. Well, I'll see if we can get any live betting action tomorrow. Tomorrow night, neither one of these games. Louisville, UCF, uh, halftime will be kind of around that first hour um, tomorrow. So Mm -hmm. that'll be a lot of fun for us there to kind of dive into some of those second-half numbers. Yeah. Second-half totals, second-half sides, some of those props there. And also Boise State, New Mexico, that's going to be going on probably after we're even done. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a, yeah, it's game's a, gonna be yeah, going on yeah, into the it night. Kicks off right when we get so, on the show here at six Pacific. So yeah, uh, no, we'll have some fun. second half of Louisville and UCF and some Boise State and New Mexico to cap off the night. Is there a college football game, West, that you are most looking forward to seeing week? Because week one always comes out with some bangers, and we have all this anticipation building up to some of those week one games because we've known them for quite some time there. But now that we're getting into week two, starting tomorrow. Is there a game on Saturday's slate that you look for? You don't have to give everything yeah. away because we'll talk about this tomorrow as well. But is there a Saturday slate game that you, in particular, have your eye well, on? And it might, it might not necessarily be a game that you have a bet on. Either. Well, there's a few I've played. Uh, I did play Georgia State actually at eight. It's now seven, seven and a half. That's against North Carolina. Of course, Appalachian State got the money against North Carolina. North Carolina gets a win. That was a wild game uh, early oh, yeah. Saturday window. Talk so about a wild ride but, on that one. But North Carolina. Their defense is atrocious. They're de- I mean, that that wasn't a fluke. That wasn't, I think, just Chase Bryce and Appalachian State being a solid offense. That defense was bad. And actually, North Carolina, and I don't think that they're very well coached either. You know, I hate to besmirch Mac Brown, but I think he's kind of more of a CEO coach at this standpoint. And they had, uh, remember when they got the, that uh, uh, onside kickoff return? Kid <laughs> yeah. goes down, the game's over. Boy, do I remember. But he, but he scores. <laughs> And so that allows Appalachian State to score and then go for two. They don't get it. So, yeah, I'm willing to go ahead and fade North Carolina. I've done so uh, there. Uh, I got a bunch of plays, by the way. You can get it at vcin.com if you're a pro subscriber getting the email. So a couple others I played real quick. Uh, I did play uh, San Jose State Auburn under. That got absolutely smashed today. And I still well, co- Don't give it all away because we want folks to come in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, don't give it all away. But okay. And we'll tease. Okay. What else you have on the card there? And I'm sure you'll have more as well yeah. as you handicap this all throughout tomorrow as well. So I know the folks are like, God damn it, Femi, let him give his place <laughs> out. But you know what? Come back tomorrow, 6 to yeah. 9 West Coast time. Beast and Live yeah, next yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, we'll have some more. Some of what Wes has. Yeah, because some of these, especially on these totals, these do move. Yes. So they have moved and they have been bad uh, when yeah. they have these up all week. But uh, wrote up a couple Only games. the loyal listeners tomorrow night will get Yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we've got we've got a lot to look forward to. I think there's some good matchups. Uh, USC and Stanford. We talked about that, that a little one. bit last night. Yeah, Kentucky and Florida. Florida got a little buyback today. Up that's to the six, Pro Scouts game. Six and a half. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but some really good matchups late at night. Baylor and BYU is one of the best on the card. I have not bet this. That's holding at three. The Cougs, the favorite over the Baylor Bears, but two ranked teams. Uh, very late night. So. Uh, Provo after dark. I'm surprised uh, Stormy isn't a sign of that game. She I know. was Where like, is she going? it seemed like she was like the BYU beat reporter working for ESPN. I think Stormy actually is going to be in the Little Apple, Manhattan, Kansas for oh. Missouri and Kansas State. I know Stormy's West Coast usually, yeah, but usually West she Coast. was very happy about getting around the country and seeing yeah. different areas. So she, that, went to, she went to Annapolis last yeah. year one time. Yeah, that'll be that, that, but... that'll be that'll be a fun trip. Uh, okay. uh, so yeah, looking forward to that. And then of course we have NFL on Sunday. Uh, yeah. One thing I do want to mention on NFL, because we talk about teasers, that teaser leg on the Rams, of course, did not get there tonight if he played that. Be careful where you bet your teasers, because if you're betting a six point, a six team or, or a six point two team teaser, the standard VIG is usually like minus 120. Mm-hmm. Most books don't give you minus 120. I actually think DraftKings does. And some books, though, they're only they're going to give you a minus one twenty five, or they're going to give you a minus one thirty. Some are even going to juice it as high as minus one forty. So when you're betting those two team six point teasers, are the most common teasers you can bet in yep. the NFL. 
look to where you're betting. Check your house rules or even, you know, if you're betting on an app, look to see what the payout is going to be. You know, am I going to have to lay, if I want to win $100, am I going to have to lay 130 instead of 120 or, or 140? 140. Yeah. yeah, so be careful where you bet your teasers. You know, obviously you want to get the best numbers on the spreads, but don't 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 get ripped off. Don't be paying 140, 150 on these teasers. And that was our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're all available at VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. That does it for us here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. The NFL season is underway, and boy, it is going to be a fun one. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Bebefe. For our producer, Aaron Oser, and our entire crew here at Circa, wishing you all the best of luck tomorrow night. Coming up next, the Greg Peterson Experience with Greg Peterson here on VEASAN. Football is here. The VEASAN team has what you need to know. Whether you're betting on futures, looking for contest strategy, or building your own power readings, VEASAN has everything you need. Get all the latest from our lineup of experts. NFL veterans, must. NFL veterans, must. NFL veterans, must. NFL. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.